and we welcome in Mark Cownan from EasternMainSports.com, talking all things uh, local and professional sports. And Mark, we've been talking Patriots all show, so we'll start with that, I suppose. What were your thoughts on the win over the Jets uh, yesterday? Yeah, I think um, because uh, Patriots fans, actually, I read Patriots and Red Sox fans, were kind of kind of spoiled because uh, kind of everybody, including myself, was like, oh, whole hum, that wasn't very impressive, but. They're now 8-3 and, and hold the number two seed in the AFC, so it's not too bad, is it? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, right. you got to keep things in perspective, right? <laughs> so, what's what's on the docket right now on EasternMainSports.com? I'm, I'm on your homepage right now. looks like you got some Girls Soccer Player of the Year voting going on, some coverage of UMaine. Uh, what's happening this week? Well, yeah, um, you you got it. We started the, uh, the uh, Girls Soccer Player of the Year voting. Uh, we started that this morning. That goes through Saturday, and then we'll do uh, football next week to wrap up all that. Um, play the year voting, and uh, yeah, we got UMaine. Um, Chris, Chris had a little recap in there of the UMaine uh, basketball game this weekend. Big weekend for the UMaine women uh, basketball team uh, as they won the, the little tournament they were in, and uh, very impressive uh, bounce back, bounce back for them. And then, um, uh, of course, as we all know, the big football game uh, this weekend against Jacksonville State. Yeah, I understand you'll have uh, Chris Lesnar there to cover uh, that one against Jacksonville State, as you mentioned. Um, I mean, biggest game for UMaine football in how many years, you think? <laughs> well, five. I, exactly five, sure. right, yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> yeah, but, but, I mean, you don't get this chance too often. Um, um, as I said, Chris will be there covering it, covering it for for us, and uh, hopefully that place is, uh, is packed. It should be. There's no reason why it shouldn't be. Um, people people say a lot about the weather because you know a team from Alabama coming coming up, but it's really not going to be that bad on on Saturday. They they played in 39 degree weather the other night, so I I, I think it's going to come down to talent as it should at this point. And I think the main defense uh, will come up big, but um, you know I think Ferguson Chris Ferguson playing is a, is a big key to that too because um, they're a whole different offense when he's not in there. But um, that two weeks should should help him. Um, we'll see. Make sure he's okay at practice this week and, and see, see how he's doing and. Uh, uh, hopefully he's set to go. I see your most recent podcast was wrapping up the high school football season. You mentioned you're still you know, working on some written stuff there as well, but what were some major impressions you had this year in the high school football landscape in eastern Maine? Um, really, I think, I think overall, I mean, of course, we still had the blowout, but overall it was much more competitive. Um, it was... Uh, um, you know, I mean, there's, as I said, there's still the blowout, still the running block, you know, as we all, you know, get and, uh, and all that. But I, I think overall, there's a lot more close games than there have been in the past maybe three, four years, and um, that's definitely good, good for the sport, and uh, um, it's definitely more enjoyable to go out and cover it. I mean, as I said, I did have a few blowouts myself that I went out to, but overall, it was a much, much more competitive season for all the teams uh, locally. And then uh, I know, Coach. We want to maybe talk about a little bit about the Boston Celtics a little bit. And what? Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> boy, <laughs> maybe not. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're all I mean, little. I, I just, there, I mean, how, how, how often can we say it's early? Uh, it's, um, you know, they're, they're twenty games in, twenty five percent in the season, and they look really like garbage. Really, to be to be uh, to be honest with you, I mean, I mean, you, they they look like they have no team chemistry. They have everybody back plus Haywood, and they look. Lost out there, don't they? I mean, they, they just uh, and they're not really fun to watch. I mean, a lot of times with NBA games, I I watch what I can, but I really tune in at the end if it's close, really, and <laughs> you know, because uh, it's hard, you know, for NBA. But just from what I've seen, it's just no flow offensively, and I don't think it's a coincidence that every time every guy has 
every team has one guy that has a career game against them. You know, you know, yeah, really. You know, defensively, they're not playing defense. And, you know, 10 and 10, and really, they haven't really shown any signs. I know they had a nice win with Toronto a couple weeks ago, then they lost three in a row after that, you know. So, it just, it just, I mean, that, one of our podcasts uh, before the last high school one was about the Celtics struggles, and they really haven't changed since then. And, you know, hopefully they can get something going. I think they play, what, New Orleans tonight? So, hopefully they can step on their back. But it's just, it's just very disappointing because I think they just read their whole, their whole their own hype and then they're where they're at now. And, uh, you know, 10 losses already. Some people expect them to get like 60 wins a season. That's obviously not going to happen. And be lucky to get, lucky to win the, you know, be a top two, three seed, really, the way they're going. Yeah, you know, it reminds me of, because uh, this is the thing that gets a coach fired, you know. <laughs> not Brad Stevens, probably, but, you know, you got a great team that everybody's expecting you to be at the top of the heap, and you're 10 and 10. The owners get nervous and they end up dumping the coach or some crazy thing. But I remember in 2011 when the Bruins won the Stanley Cup, they they had a a time early in the season like this where no matter what they did, it came it backfired on them. They they just looked awful. And I remember one of the announcers. I don't remember exactly who it was. If it was Doc Emmerich or one of those guys said, you know, it just seems like they're trying too hard. Well, I'm not sensing that about the Celtics. I, I don't see um, that intensity that we usually see. I don't see the team cohesiveness. It's even more than chemistry for me. I, Brad Stevens' teams have always said, we're not as talented as the other teams, so we're going to have to play really well together as a team, and the team comes first. And I'm not seeing any of that. I think part of the problem, too, and I don't want to put it on one guy because it's not one guy, but... Terry Rogier, you know, I, I, I just think he had three good months last year. He think, I mean, what's he expect? He's not going to play in front of Kyrie Irving, and he's coming out, you know, wanting to get traded, which is fine. But um, for example, the Red Sox, they had you know, Brock Holt, Steve Pierce, Mitch Moore, that could play probably for any most other teams, you know, and they they accepted their role. And I find Brock Holt a more valuable baseball player than Terry Rogier's basketball player. He's out here complaining, you know, because he's not getting enough playing time. You know, accept your role and and. You know, if you get traded, great. But if you know, why they didn't accept your role and do what you can to help the team win, and he's not doing that. Yeah, I think the the two people that stand out to me is Jalen Brown looks lost, and Haywood certainly hasn't hit his stride. I don't know. I, I I think I've told you this before. I broke my leg in college and my ankle, so I understand what coming back means. And boy, for a long time, it just never really felt right, even though it was healthy. And I don't know how long it's going to be for him. But those two guys look lost to me. He, he He's not in a rhythm. And you may be able to excuse that for a while. But I don't know what's up with Jalen Brown. He he just looks lost to me. And I, I'm i not sure if Brad Stevens has figured out he's got those five great guys. Well, he needs somebody to come off the bench. And I, my solution would be put Jalen Brown on the bench, put, put Smart in the starting lineup so we get a defensive presence in the backcourt. You know, some things like that. And I, he he's done a little bit of that, but it doesn't seem to me he's done a lot of it. And maybe that's the answer, to change the chemistry that way within the unit. You know, some of those great Celtics teams, they brought that second unit in, and they, they increased the score in the right. lead. Right. And um, Tatum's really not – hasn't been what he was last year either. And, uh, you know, really the only one really playing well, it seems, is Kyrie Irving. And, yeah. And – and he hasn't, you know, he's had some off games too, but he's the only one. And uh, sometimes you have a guy like that, he's, 
he's got to kind of, and he did that at the Toronto game, you know, kind of just put the team on their shoulders and and uh, take over. I mean, that's what, I mean, LeBron has less talent around him than that right now than anybody, and well, not anybody, but you know what I mean. And he's got his team two games over 500 or whatever they are, you know. So I, sometimes when you've got a dynamic player like Kyrie Irving, he's just got to take over and maybe do that more. I heard Kyrie Irving's not a fan of Thanksgiving. Also, <laughs> yeah. Well, I actually saw the post game, and I, and I don't know. I, I, I saw Abby Kim like you know wishing them all happy Thanksgiving after they lost to the Knicks or something. I, I can understand, you know, kind of getting frustrated with that, and, and like you know, I'm, I mean, Brad Stevens was nice about it and all, but I, you know, I can, can kind of see him, um, you know, not not really want to talk about it before Thanksgiving after you lost to a, a team that's trying to lose. Right. Right. So. <laughs> Mark, are you thinking they're going to make a trade? What, what do you What do you think the part of the solutions are? Why Anthony Anthony Davis rumors sound good, don't they? Well, I, yes and no. Maddie and I always say he's hurt a lot, you know, and when he's not playing, he's not helping you much. So, True. what's True. so? What's the rumor? Who are they going to give up? Uh, I don't know. I would. I, I, mean, I, I mean, if they have to give up Brown, and uh, obviously we take more than him, but Brown and uh, Rozier. Yeah, I mean, if that if that's what it took, then that's. Uh, That'd be great. I mean, it might take more than that. I mean, you might have to give up a draft pick, too, or whatever. But um, your draft pick would really wouldn't be that good if you do what you're supposed to do anyway, right? But, um, yeah, I mean, if that's what it took, then that'd be great. But it'd probably take more than that, wouldn't it? Could. Well, the salaries, that's the problem in the NBA, trying to build a team, is the salaries have to match. It's the stupidest thing I've ever heard right. when you think about the concept of a poor GM trying to build a team. You're not going to be able to do it. No, you're right. And uh, no, but hopefully they do something. Because I, mean, I, I don't know if they're going to be able to just. I mean, we see teams in the past. I know the, you know, the Heat there once, and the Lakers once, when they started out bad, and then they turned around and made the NBA Finals. And the team's capable of that, but it's like they need a spark or something, you know. And I don't know. I don't know what that could be. I mean, maybe, maybe just trading Rogier or whatever. You know, we'll give them that spark or something. But they need something and. Uh, with what they have right now, it's not working. Well, you know, we, Manny and I have talked about this. I said, like, uh, one of the things we saw with the Red Sox and the Yankees this year, the difference in the managers, and I said, uh, Boone just sits there, and, and Cora's allowed to get tossed out of the game, defending his players. You know, that that's one of the ways you get your team wound up. Yeah. A fight, well, nobody nobody's asking for fights, but by the same token, a pushing, shoving, pointing fingers, you know, get everybody all tingled up, you know, so that they realize who we're really we're supposed to be doing something here, guys. You yeah, know, something instead, like instead that. Getting, or a instead, trade. Instead of getting worked up about Thanksgiving, they don't get worked up with white teammates not playing like they should, right? Yeah. Or or a trade. You know, those are the yeah. things that the GM doesn't have many choice or the coach other than, okay, who are we gonna start and we'll we'll sit Hayward down. He's already done that. He's sat Hayward down at the end of games. He's taken him and put him on the second unit. You know what are the other things? I mean, rearranging the chairs and the deck chairs in the Titanic. You know what? <laughs> what other things can he do? Yeah, that's not much. And uh, you know, I, I I just hope hope it doesn't get out of hand because they they have the talent. And you know, you know, you know, they were predicted to do well and they should be doing well. But it's you know. What they should do on paper that doesn't always turn out what they what they end no. up being, and uh, you yeah. know, so hopefully, hopefully they can do what we all expected, you know, a few months ago. I know because his teams, Stevens' teams, have always overachieved. Right, 
And this is the first time, and he may be struggling with this, the first time he's had a team that's underachieved. Yeah, because, I mean, and it's probably the first time he's had a team that's been picked to win. Well, I mean, probably his other teams at the end, um, you know, were picked to, to win, too. But overall, you know, this might be the first time he's, he's had a team that's, you know, kind of predict, they were picked to win the East. You know, they were picked to win the East easily. And, uh, you know, I kind of, yeah, you're right. It's maybe the first real adversity that he's faced in his coaching career like this. So with the uh, high school basketball season around the corner uh, here in Maine, um, what are some things you're looking forward to covering some schools maybe that we should watch out for in eastern Maine? Well, geez, can't, yeah, I can't, can't wait. We're going to get out there, uh, posting some previews to decide today. All week we'll be posting previews, getting them, getting them coming in from coaches. Um, just looking forward to get out of there. Um, we're kind of teaming up with uh, WHOU this year to do uh, – um, I'm going to have 37 broadcasts and uh, – just uh, really looking forward to that, getting out there. The, uh, a lot of good teams I'm covering up. Not, not good boys. I think they're, they're one of the favorites in Class C. Dexter girls in Class C girls. Uh, Herman boys and girls, they'll be back. They'll be back um, again at uh, near the top of the scene. You know, and, uh, but a lot of good teams up here. Just looking forward to it. I, I mean, I love all the seasons, but basketball season, you know, is kind of, you know, by the end you're ready to get done. But <laughs> right now you're just looking forward to it, getting going and, uh, you know, getting in those warm gyms and, uh, and enjoying it. Yeah, I was going to say, we we're having a probably a snowstorm here in Lewis and Auburn tomorrow, and uh, I love being in the warm gym, but, but the problem is sometimes it snows so bad they can't even play the game because you can't even get to the warm gym, so that's the only yeah. thing. <laughs> maybe, maybe all the snow's coming before the game starts, right? Right, exactly. Well, I was going to say, um, I, I cover, I, I work for Bates College, and so our basketball season's already started, and we're supposed to host UMaine Farmington and women's basketball tomorrow, but we'll see if that actually happens. We already had to postpone a game against Southern Maine once this year, so we'll see. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, look, definitely looking forward to the basketball season. Uh, Mark Cowden, again, website is easternmainsports.com. Check it out. And uh, Mark, thanks so much for joining us here on the B-List Daily. All right. Uh, yeah, I'll uh, join you next week. And uh, we're going to have a, a high school preview, uh, basketball preview uh, sometime next week. And hoping to get a bunch of people from around the uh, state, including Maddie, to, to join that. So we're looking forward to that. Awesome. Nice. Thanks right. so much again. Take care, Mark. Thank you, guys.